Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Temptation. Temptation. I think we all know what it means to be tempted. And we hear in the, in the first reading the temptation of Adam and Eve. And they failed. They were tempted and they failed. Then we hear the temptation of Jesus. But by the way, who was led by the Spirit into the desert, not the evil one into the desert. The Spirit led him into the desert to be tempted. In Jesus, you could say, well, he's God, so of course he didn't fail. But he was willing to be faithful through God's grace. God's already with him to be faithful even when everything else seems wonderful. Because you know, all the things that the devil was, was, was tempting Jesus in the, in the desert were all good things. You're hungry? Ah, get some food. Is that a bad thing to get food if you're hungry? No. Oh, if, if you uh, see all this stuff here, see all these wonderful things here, fall down. And God will help you, right? It's not a good thing. God will help you. It's a good thing. Well, look at everything all around the world, and everything can be yours, which is what the kingdom is about. Jesus wants everyone to be part of the kingdom. It's a good thing. But worship me, the devil says. So all the things were good things that seemed, seemed good, but that's what temptation is about. They often seem good. Let me tell you a story, a true story of my life when I was in college, when I just joined the Crozier community as a brother, I was still in the seminary, and I got a call from my mother. Being a good, faithful son, I listened to my mother, and she said, your Aunt Harriet is very ill. I want you to go visit her. In my mind, I'm thinking, that's not a good idea. My Aunt Harriet... I never liked Aunt Harriet. <laughs> Whenever we go visit Aunt Harriet and her children, my cousins, she already, they had like seven children. I'm from a family of 16 children. She never wanted us in the house. We had to be outside always. And then she would yell at us, don't do that, don't do that. I was always yelling at us. I never liked her, never liked her. So I'm thinking, my mother's saying, go visit Aunt Harriet. I'm thinking, it's a good thing not to do that. <laughs> I was being tempted. Why would you do that? But being a faithful child of my mother, okay, I'm on the phone. I'm thinking, I'm sure she didn't see my face. <sighs> okay, I'll go visit Aunt Harriet. And I got there. I knocked on the door. And one of her daughters answered the, the door. And they welcome, oh, good to see you, Stefan, come on in. And uh, I walk in, and there's my Aunt Harriet in, the, in the, one of the chairs in the living room. She has cancer. And she didn't look good at all. My Aunt Harriet was never sick a day in her life, and now she has cancer. So I go up to her, 
I said, hi, Harriet, how are you today? I heard you're not doing well. She goes, I'm not doing well. And she didn't say much after that. I just started talking to her about what I'm doing, and I want to pray for her, and everything's going well, and I'm really feeling uncomfortable because I don't like her. (laughs) But I finally said, do you want to pray? And she sort of nods her head. She's getting tired already, I could tell. And so, and I'm thinking to myself, this temptation in my own heart going, why do you pray for her? It's, it's, it's a hypocrisy. I don't want to pray for her. Okay, but I'll pray for her. And I'm praying, I'm actually praying that the intercession of our patron saint, St. Odilia, will give her the healing she needs. St. Odilia was a young girl, like a 14, 15-year-old girl, who was martyred for the faith. And she appeared to one of our brothers in the 1200s and said, if you find, dig up my bones, my, my, where I was buried, God said, I want to be your patron saint. I will pray for you, all the croziers. And after they found her, surely they found her bones, when people touched her bones, they were healed through her, her intercession. So I said, oh, let's, let's pray that St. Odilia may give you the healing that you really need, that Jesus Christ will give the healing through Odilia who will be praying for you. She said, okay, thank you, so we prayed. And I went home, thinking to myself, at least I did what my mother told me to do. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. You know what happened? Two months later, she died. I went to the funeral, and her son came up to me. One of her sons came up to me and said, Stefan, I want to tell you, thank you so much for praying for my mother. After you left, she started praying again. After you left, she said, I want to go to church. After she left, she was a whole different person. And I said to my, my cousin, God can bring healing when it really needs healing. Her heart was so hardened, and my heart was so hardened that God can bring healing. But oftentimes we're tempted not to trust in our God. Not to trust in what God has given us. Because even the the images of what happened with Jesus in 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 the desert, it's all about trusting in God. And so the sense of the, of the bread, you know, you're hungry, good thing. Make, make this stone into bread and eat. And Jesus is really saying, you really want me to be selfish and trust in myself rather than God, the Father. No, I won't do that. I'm going to trust in my God. And at the very end of the story we hear, angels came and ministered to him so he was refreshed. But to trust in God, that's one of the hardest things I think for us as human beings to do is to trust in God. We want to trust in ourselves. I know what I want, and I want God to do what I want. I'm going to trust in me. And yet the very first, very first temptation is, don't trust in you. Trust in God, just Jesus is saying. I'm going to trust in my Father. And even the second one, almost like the devil understood, okay, you're trusting God? Well, then fall here, and I'm sure God will save you. God will not let any of your, anything be hurt. See, already tempting him. See, you're trusting in God. Sounds good. But really, he's saying, 
prove your trust in God. Prove your trust. If you fall, prove that God will come get you. Prove it. And don't we want that too? Come on, God, prove it that you're here for me. Prove it that you can do this for me. Prove it. And Jesus is saying, I'm not going to prove it. I trust in God, my Father. I'm not going to tempt him. And then the third one about falling down and worshiping him. If he gives, he'll give everything to Jesus if he just worships the Father. Again, it's all about me. You have everything you need. You have everything you need, but you worship me. And he won't, later on in Jesus, when he's telling the story, Jesus says, Who, what, what good is it to, to gain the whole world yet lose your life in the process? Why would you do that? So even though it would be great to have everyone a part of the kingdom, I'm not going to do that for the sake of worshiping you. I can only worship the one Father, the one God. So all these temptations, we really trust in the one Father. We trust in our God who's with us. My aunt, Harriet, really wanted to trust. I think she wanted to know that God was there for her, but she didn't know how to do it. And just because I was willing to let my ego down and be with her and pray with her, that God can work, that God moves us, that God can change us, that God can touch our lives and make us holy. Does that mean we'll never suffer again? No. I mean, everything will be perfect? No. Jesus never said, join me and everything will be perfect. But we will never be abandoned. God will always be with us. And God will be our strength. And God will give us grace to continue to be faithful. So today we have the opportunity to, for healing with the great sacrament of healing with the anointing of the oil. You may say, well, I'm not really sick. But what's in our hearts? What needs to be healed? And sometimes our hearts need to be healed. And I need God to say to me, yes, I want you to be healed. I don't want this bitterness inside or this hardness of heart to prevent you to really live the gospel. But trust in God because God can do many things. And then we have the healing through the, through the uh, relic of St. Adelia. So we'll have people up here who will be giving, who will be receiving the, the sacrament of the oils. But then we'll have people on the side, the crosiers, offering a, a, the blessing with the relic of St. Odilia. She's praying for us right now. She knows the struggles we're going through. She knows the temptations we're struggling with. She's there for us. Again, to bring healing, to be, as, to be whole, to trust in the Lord. That's really the invitation today in the midst of our struggles, to trust in the Lord. We begin Lent, trust in the Lord. And amazing things, like with my, my Aunt Harriet, amazing things will happen. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 